When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This show is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network. Our recommendation this week is from Emma Jane Purcell and her podcast is called... Fail Harder. Fail she Harder. She has a savage lineup. Hell guests. of a lineup, yeah. Um, who was it again? T- T- Paul Mesco was in there, you know, your man with the shorts and the chain who has yeah. all the young flus walking around town. Panty Bliss, is that what you said? Panty Bliss, yes, yeah. amazing guest, amazing. but she's very, very good. It's a great concept as well. It's just great to talk about. You know, we always do interviews about everybody and the how success. they're great successes and we forget the line of shit that people That's have to true. go through before they get there. And this is basically yeah, about is the line of, of shit, which is in the, and she's amazing. It's really, really good. Okay, perfect. And it's one of the ones I don't have to lie about actually listening to before we start, which is great. That Never lie. Anyway, <laughs> we highly recommend Hello, I'm Emma Jane from Fail Harder, the podcast that chats to people at the top of their game about failure, from their first memory of failure to how they cope with it now. I have some unbelievable guests on the show like Paul Meskel, James Cavanagh, Georgina Campbell, the list just goes on. And of course, we'd be mad to take failure too seriously, so every week I have 20 questions in front of me numbered at random. Most are straightforward, however, some are a little more unconventional, and in the spirit of failure, my guest can pick the numbers. They might not like the results, but life's not fair and neither is my podcast. Um, don't forget, you can sign up to Headstuff Plus uh, where you can get all your bonus Dublin bits. And also, we need to talk about a live show, but we'll tell you about it over there another day when we figure out what we're doing. Nearly there. Nearly there. Ladies and gentlemen, you're in for a treat because you're listening to the Dubland Podcast with Suzanne and PJ. Dubland Dublin Podcast. Dub your ear holes. Oh dear, oh dear, oh dear. You've a list of things. No, yeah, I want to tell you first of all, I have a I am Mr. Shit is my new name. I've decided to call myself Mr. Shit. Uh, I've, there's a new campaign so many people have uh, adopted dogs and bought dogs and got everything over the um, pandemic Yeah, it's up 267% on previous years people getting dogs everybody I know got a dog so it means there's an abundance of dog shit all there over is. the world there is an abundance oh my god I said this to Joey the other day I was, walk- I was walking in the pram and it's on fucking footpaths yeah. everywhere it's an abundance of dog pick shit pick up your shit exactly and I am officially going to be the dogs trust Mr. Shit the campaign starts... They won't be calling me Mr. Shit. I'm Hi. sure they have a better name for that. Then. Poopy head. The campaign... <laughs> Poopy uh, face. The, PJ the Poop I, Doctor, Patroller. I kind of like Dr. Doodoo. Because you know what I like Dr. PJ Doodoo. the Poop Patroller. Poop, yeah. Poop Patroller PJ. Yeah, I'm not sure what way they're going to run with it, but there's well, going to be... I'm available for all of those campaigns. But there's going to be a pick up your poop poop person, and I am going to be the pick up your poop poop person with Dogs Trust in. It's going to be a May... So it's gonna be a, a, we're gonna do like you know poo poo photo shoots. Uh, hopefully get a poo poo t-shirt. Yeah, of all of that. Yeah, yeah. Isn't there? Wasn't there old footage of like the pooper scoopers on Dunleary that you used to be able to pick up your poop with the scooper and put it in the bin in Dunleary Strand? Do you remember that? I year don't remember years that. Years no. Google it. It's there. But let's. Uh, I'm into it because you know why I've had this real problem with the human poo over the pandemic. You know. I know. All of that sort of stuff. And now that now that all of this dog poo, this abundance of dog poo, that's um. 
It's going to do my head in. So it's like to encourage people to pick, pick, but pick. But I can't. There's one thing if you're in a park, right? Yeah. I like, and you, your dog poos on on the grass in the park. Like, there's that's one thing of irresponsibility if you don't yeah. pick it up. It's like just footpaths. I your know. Your dog shitting on a footpath and I you know. keep going. Like, I just can't get over I know. the ignorance of somebody who does that. I know. It's, it's pure, pure ignorant. And then the people who do do, do, do it. Do, and, do, do. Up, and the people who do do pick up the do-do, right? Yeah, then they get punished sometimes, you know. Because every guy gets caught out an odd time where you just don't have a bag. You run out of a bag. You you know, you had three left in your pocket and then all of a sudden it's, the dog goes crazy that day. Yeah. And you get caught. That happens. Or like your man, Elaine's friend, who was in the beach. I, t- I think I've told you this before. He was on the beach. No. And he was bursting to do a poo. Bursting to do a poo on the beach. Oh, no. And, like... He'd he, dig a hole and poo. No, he just had to, like... He, there was nothing he could do, you know. And he just pulled down his pants and he j- did a poo on the beach. Did I not tell you this? And then as he did the poo on the beach then, uh, just as, as he was finished, the dog came running over past him, whatever, right? His own dog? No, so a dog. A, a dog, right? When he running past him and all. And he was like... He thought it was a person. He jumped up. He's like, oh, fucking hell, whatever. And then the owner of the dog... Came up to him and he goes, oh, how are you getting on? Nice day. You know, and he's like, yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, the owner saw the poo and he put a bag, the dog on and put a bag and he picked up your man's shite on the beach. He picked up the stranger's shite. He picked up the human poo thinking it was his dog. And, he, and your man's talking to him like that, looking at him. And he knows that this man is talking to him, holding his poo in a bag in front of him. And he's like, he's like, he was like, yeah, well, anyway, so, like, he's doing the whole, no, you don't know what he's eating, you know, and he's like, oh my God, that's my poo, that's mine. Because you can't stop him. That man's picked up my poo. You can't stop him there, can you? No, you can't. You can't stop him. You can't say, that's not your dog, I did that. You can't do that. That's outrageous. That's not a conversation that you can ever have. Let the man pick it up. He's used to it. He doesn't know he's picked it up a human poo. Uh, But he picked it up on, yeah, so there's like, this is the thing, you know, if you don't see your dog doing it, it's hard to convince yourself that you'd start thinking maybe it was another dog or something. I don't know. Or even worse still, a fella who got caught out. But uh, yeah, but I'm going to be Mr. Poo. I'm actually quite proud of it. It's one of my pet hates. It's one of my pet hates. No, I'm... see somebody pushing their pram wheels or a pencil or getting their stick in it. Oh my or, pram it's going clean the wheels. I was absolutely livid but also it's just like the kids and it's, I'm like I've enough with germs in my house and trying to get the kids fucking hands cleaned. Mothers, and, I'm telling you, you I, I threw out a pair of runners because I stood in a shitty nappy. I got what? out my cat. Yeah, I was in Bull Island. I told oh, you. I know, I would never. Jesus I was on Bull Island, right? Christ, I was on Bull Island and I opened the door of the car. I didn't see it. And I put my foot straight out of the car and put my foot straight into a, into a baby shit nappy. And I was so disgusted, I took the runner off and left it. I drove home with one shoe. I was so upset. I was so upset. Yeah, my friend Ash bit- was with me and she laughed so much, she, got nearly, she nearly got sick. She still says that was the funniest thing I have ever seen in my life. Was when you put your foot out of the car and stepped in an open shitty nappy. Still like, and the thing is, because I was so fucked up about the shoe, I remember for about three days I was going back to the it beach. Still there. And the shoe was still there. And eventually I was like, I can't do this. This is littering now. So I had to go over and pick up the shitty shoe. And put it in the bin. And I put it in a plastic bag and threw it in the boot of the car. And then I put it in the bin. Because it was annoying me. It was a symbol of my ignorance that every time I went down there, the shoe was that looking at me. Do you know that way? Like, now everybody knows that that shoe on Bull Island was not belonged to Cinderella. It was belonged to PJ Gallagher. Well, it's gone now. It's gone now. Can I also tell you something yes. else a bit shitty? Yeah. Right? I'm fucking done with burgers, man. 
I'm done with burgers. Burgers, every, every, all these, you know, these artisan burger places are opening yeah. all the time. Yeah. There's loads of them now. Yeah. Loads of these like hipstery style burger places. Right, okay. And there's one in particular. Yeah. Which I'm not going to name because everyone can have a bad day, right? Okay. So I don't want to be a cock in case it was just a bad day. Right. But fuck me, right? I have been pretty good with this 5K restriction bullshit, right? Yeah. If someone's telling me 5K and I have an option, I don't go, right? Right. But people have been shiting on about these burgers for a long time. I think for food, you can go outside your 5K to pick up and bring it back. Yeah, I know. But I will still try and do... I know, I'm, yeah, tr- I I'm trying to be a conscientious fucking idiot, right? Right, good. So whatever. So if, like, if the burger... So I would go to the pizza place or I'd go to yeah. local. There's plenty of local... And anyway, you're trying to do that whole support local thing and all that yeah. as well. You know yourself. I tried support local and we, I rang for a car every other day and it's the third time they've been rude so they can fuck themselves. Well, yeah, see, fuck that then. If they, you've given them more than enough chance, yeah. right? So there's this one particular burger place and the pictures... All the Instagram pictures. They've been driving me mental. Honestly, I was like a 14-year-old with a dirty magazine. I couldn't stop looking at the pictures. I I couldn't stop looking at the pictures. And the pickles and the cut and the way the cheese is rolling through them and all. And the way they just char-grill the meat to the point that it just looks like, it almost looks like two large slabs of black pudding. Can you mouth who it is so I can see the pictures? Um, I'll send you the thing yeah, to it okay. and I was so excited I was right. there fucking I'm doing it and I went online onto their onto their site right and their site works in such a way that there's so much demand that there's, tr- there's two sessions in the day oh, you can't wow. just, so you have to get the pre-six session and then there's a break and then there's an after booked it right. went up to get it right, right. parked at uh, the place and he said the name of the road parked okay. on the street <laughs> right it's about fucking seven or eight K from the house I was ran in right. opened it up the chips tasted like I was chewing the toenails of a fucking tramp and the burger was the biggest ball of grease bullshit I've ever had. It was disgusting. Oh, it was disgusting. It was disgusting. And I was trying to do the thing where you convince yourself, you know, you bite, you go, mm, oh, it's yeah. And then the, the grease was like running down my hands. Oh, the grease was running down my hands. Like, you know, like to, you know when you have a, 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 like, you know when your dog drips saliva? Do you ever see, oh, you know, yeah, you show yeah, a dog, yeah. an old dog a biscuit? Yeah, you know when you show an old dog a biscuit? It was like the grease was hanging, like hanging out of it. And like, and the bun! The bun Doggy. isn't like any of the pictures. No, it was just like... It wasn't brioche. It, was, it wasn't soft. You know the way it was like... Uh, spo- like a sponge. Yeah. Brioche. Yeah, it, was too de- it, was de- it was too long. It wasn't. I was, I was disgusted. Now I want I'm, to know who they I'm are. Dumb, I'm dumb with fancy burger places. And it was expensive, like... Yeah, they always You know are. what I mean? Some of these... But, but, some of them are grand, right? Like, here's the note here. I'm going to send this to you. We, I got, I had a spice bag for the first time like a week or two ago. Yeah. But I think I'm too old for them. I think I'm too old for them as well. I honestly do. I, like, I, kind of I went, don't get it. I was like, oh, they're okay. But then everyone was like, oh, did you get a curry sauce? And I was like, no. And they're like, oh, you need a curry sauce? And I was like, well, then they, they should be a server and recommendation when you're ordering it from your local Chinese. They should say to you on the phone, a spice bag, no worries. Would you like a curry to accompany, a curry sauce to accompany that? Do you know what I mean? I don't get, get it. No, I just I kind of found it States. a bit like. Did you see that scene in the four states when I talk about the spice bag? That's why I got one because I mean, literally all that Instagram was feeding me was that clip of so your man going, what do you mean you've you never heard of a spice bag? I don't know what a spice bag is. Yeah. And he's shocked and he yeah. knows this is a cultural thing. Yeah. Because she's from the north. <laughs> yeah. And she He's like, no, I don't know what it is. Is it like a crispy chili chicken? And yeah. he's like, and he just, he's like, it's a spice he bag. doesn't know what she means by a crispy chili chicken. He's like, no, it's like a spice, spice bag. bag. You know, it's a spice. I don't just have to say I was on her side. I was like, oh, do I really know what's in the spice bag? I don't think I, I do. I didn't know what was in the spice bag because even I went, I'll get it. And it arrived. So it was like, there's chicken in it, like chicken balls and a kind of battered chicken. chicken balls? No, they're like battered chicken pieces. And a seasoning on the thing and a couple of 
bits. Like I really, I didn't honestly. It, it wasn't the worst thing yes, I've ever. But I'm, I'm, I'm an, I'm an OG. I'm an OG. I'm an original. That yeah. three and one now is for me. I like three and one. I know what you mean. You see, that's the crap that we grew up with. That was there. I, I remember forget. three and one coming out. And it was the like honestly one of the most continental things I've ever heard one of in my of life. Most, it definitely rice was. and the bottom of the tray, chips poured in curry sauce. Three and one. I know. Continental. But when we were young, that was a thing. That was I mean, like you might as well be in Asia. I know. You know. I know. Bear in mind, it was different for us. We didn't get takeouts back then like other people. No. I literally had strange men delivered to my house before I had a Chinese delivered to my house. Like that's you know like it was different. It was different. Very true. It's a totally different experience. You know what I mean? Like, I, like we the fish and the whole oh, fish. Oh yeah, burger. The nice. whole fish and chip thing was a, a started only because anyway, like we didn't have money to go to restaurants. It was a Friday, a Friday and, chipper. Yeah, so, on Friday we never. Made. So no one could go to a restaurant really. Yeah. Only only very wealthy people could. So uh, the idea of not having not cooking was we used fish to go and chips to uh, we used to go to a Chinese called the Summer House on Walkenstein Roundabout and we used to go there for birthdays so like my mum's birthday my dad's birthday or we went to Nico's on Dame Street they were the two restaurants that we used to go to but my mum and dad never ate meat on a Friday so my mum would do rain chips but I like I used to hate that yeah that yes, was always an argaff as well you weren't allowed to have especially meat. like Easter time now good Friday oh, forget my about my mum said something like, whatever it was Ash Wednesday or whatever I was like literally I, I just sat there and had I don't know fucking steak and chips or something my mum was like an Ash Wednesday I was like yeah yeah she's like I'm just having a bit of rain chips I was like for oh, Ash Wednesday I you're not allowed to have meat on Ash Wednesday I'm pretty sure and I'd say this but it would have been Holy Week there's a lot of things around Holy Week that you're not allowed to do is that I, I thought it was just no there's oh. no loads around Holy and now even eating fish is bad Did, have you seen the new have you seen the documentary on Netflix the new one everyone's talking about no Oh my god, have you not? No, I've been watching oh uh, Married at First Ride Australia. Ocean, Ocean Spiracy, I think it's called. Oh. Sea Spiracy. Is that what it's called? Sea Spiracy? Uh, uh, Suzanne. It's given us I'm COVID warning or you, you not to watch it. No, I'm not. I, I watched it. Watch I watched every bit of it. I right. swear to God, I've never felt so guilty in my life. I've never, I, I've always, like, you know, tried to stay off the meat as much as possible, thinking I wasn't doing as much harm to the world by eating uh, fish. And this is the, it is, uh, honestly, it is. So depressing. All these environmental shows now, they're, they're so... Uh, everything. They, they all but feel so overwhelming. Do you know do what I mean? I think that... Like, I feel like at the and moment... And you're, you're people like you get really in. You're really in for shit in these shows. Or the straws. You know you and your plastic straws? You know you're a plastic we straw We had a addiction. scientist here who says the straws aren't actually... They're not that bad. Do you know apparently they say in this documentary is the worst thing? is the actual fishing equipment. So the equipment yeah, so they use, they go. discard... I don't co- fish. I know you don't fish, but if you eat it, you encourage the behaviour. Really fish because I don't really like fish. The only thing I really, really want is crab claws, but I only want them from Canara Kitchen and Ranla, and they're not on their takeaway menu, so there's no point in that. Yeah, you have a real way of thinking, like on a, a less than global scale. Do you know why? Well, I tell you why. Yeah. I, I do, right? <laughs> yeah. Because if I let shit into my brain, right? So as I was saying in the last episode, my uncle died like the week before last. Okay, I'm not laughing no, at that. No, I'm so, laughing for a different right? reason. And I'm sitting at home and I started to think about the bigger picture of being dead, right? So I've decided that I'm better to stay in my small nucleus of my brain yeah. because when I start to think about things, like, if I started to even take on the world or the poverty in the world or the hurt in the world I, I wouldn't know. sleep I know you start crying when there's a, a, a soppy bit of a bank ad I wouldn't sleep I still can't get over the McDonald's Christmas ad about the child growing up I'm not able if I think about my yeah. kids getting older or someone being mean to my kids can't cope with it so I stay in my nucleus so I break it down and go well I don't really eat fish and the only thing I really want is the crab claw from Canara but they don't do that at the moment so I'm saving crabs essentially 
that sounds wrong. But, but you know, it's I think it's easier to just not to drill down. Just keep it on a surface. I know, but there's no party that thinks well, I have to play my part. Like there's no party that I, I recycle. Yeah. I compost. Yeah. Do you compost? Oh yeah. I don't really know what that is. I know that's a ridiculous thing to say. I have a compost bin. I bought my bio something. So what goes in there now? Everything, every bit of food, every bit of food goes into that. It doesn't smell. It's like a a special bin. And then it has these compost bags that you put into it. I have in the corner of the kitchen. So you scrape all the plates into it or all the food. But actually it saves you a lot because the weight of food. So like... I, everything goes into that all the food or like if you have flowers in the house they can be composted the grass we've got the grass or the tree trimmings all that composts yeah fucking essentially mother earth but see that when you see now this is the thing I and I hear you yeah oh this is another thing I should do yeah you don't compost I don't compost no yeah. but you see this is like, this is what's so overwhelming about the whole environmental issue right because no matter what you think you're doing right you're always contributing to the problem in another way I drive you know, a car that's old so I drive a car. I bought a diesel car. I thought diesel is better than petrol. And as soon as I bought it, they said, we're going to have to start phasing it out. I was there. We literally just phased it the fuck in. We literally just phased it the fuck in. I literally thought I was doing the right thing. I did the wrong thing. I wear my jeans till the balls fall out of them. Literally, You're I wear them till the balls fall out. So fast fashion, all that. Not my thing, right? No. I, you know, I like to wear t-shirts like for free. I you know, so I literally think I'm doing the right thing there. Okay. You know, I think I am. Yeah. And now, uh, I c- and I I've, never, I've tried to eat a little meat as I have for, for a while. Well, no, I got back into eating meat. Okay, but you know what meat I mean? I tried, to eat, I tried to eat uh, meals uh, without meat in them yeah. as often as I can. Okay. And then I, think, I thought I was eating fish as the right thing. I thought eating fish is like one of the worst things you can do. Everything is... So, so I keep of being overwhelmed by this. Well, then let me tell you thing. this. Don't be watching that. Take yourself over to Married at First Sight, Australia. Ah, would you stop with that now? So you get you don't you get stressed. Stop you don't get my stressed. Ma's, my ma's eighty three years old. <laughs> Every single time I walk into the front room, she's sitting there watching this thing, and it's no talk to her time. No. This is this <laughs> is an eighty three year old woman with heart disease and cancer, right? And you talk to her about vaccines and her health, and she's like, "Ask oh, whatever, no big deal, whatever." Won't talk about. Walk in with that's on. I'm fucking. I'm doing something. I'm fucking doing something. I'm watching this now. It's this very, is like she's mad. Very good. This it's ridiculous ve- show. It's very good. Oh, it's very good. Is it not? Ugh. Oh, it is. And you know, it's it's like, what did we get into last year that we were watching uh, Under? Below, Below deck. deck. It's like that. There's a new one of them as well. Yeah, I heard that. On in on that. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's like, so it's just, uh-huh. and it's really funny. Every time I, I, so Joey was like, oh, I don't think so. I don't think he goes. I just I don't think mentally you I can cope with, with this shit now because yeah. he starts and then he can't get out of it. You keep like, like he's such an addictive personality, and it's funny. Ushin, my son, is like that. Ushin has an addictive personality, like Joey, because at the moment Ushin's on DT or DTs. He's not allowed any electronics because you're fucking off his face on Minecraft. So he's been cut, like cut oh, off. No, and Joey's the same. So like we'll get the kids to bed and they'll go. Do you think we have time? To For an episode, and else get us get an old episode. You're joking. Oh yeah, he'd be like he'd be like we got Mike at two in, um, but yeah, so. It's it's. Tell me what is the concept wonderful. of this show, please. So basically, because I see people it's getting five girls or ten girls and ten men, and they the first time they meet their husband. Now it's bear in mind it's a ceremony. It's not like to best of my knowledge, it doesn't seem to be legally binding. <laughs> but anyway, you they but it's a whole wedding. Like they're in the dress, the thing, and the first time they lock eyes with each other is the top of the altar. But they're 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 matched by experts. Oh, which yeah. I use fucking loosely because I tell you even judging by some of them I go I would never put them together like yeah. um, 
But yeah, so they're matched by experts and based on, I'm sure they are experts, but like based on whatever different type of personal attributes or their characteristics or things that they want in life or, you know, whatever it is. And then they put them together yeah. and it's a social experiment that like basically they spend this month together, but each, well, this first two weeks and then they live, like they go on honeymoon, they get to know each other and then they live together in this like complex basically in Sydney I think it is that they've right so they're set built. up to fail like this is not you know this is not but conducive them, to a healthy relationship some of them actually naturally fall in love now I just think some of them are a bit desperate that they've lost all hope so they just go fuck it I'll go for it but then so but because we've been watching on the box we had we had jumped into it but we jumped into season 8 which I thought everybody was watching which I've realised is only going out in Australia at the moment Oh right so you got caught so up So we got caught up so we had to go back I was all for Coco but every time I watch it I say well, not every time but a couple of times we've watched it and I'm like my one of my pals a guy I went out when I was 16 like but we obviously went out when we were kids but we're what we say pals he lives in Australia and I keep saying to Joey like he's a fucking prime candidate now I think he has a girlfriend now but to turn up on this he he's that kind of character I could yeah. see him on this show so they're all different types of men all different types of women and then they have like confessions week where they have to confess like one of them made a confession that she she was like I used to be a lesbian I mean I don't know how you used to be a lesbian used you're to be. bisexual probably um, but yeah it's just it's all you want to get into it see and then you're not stressing she, about the fish she, in the sea I know I just this got, is what I, just I love about Below Deck these super reality TV shows get that into just it. suck the reality out of your yeah, life you yeah, know get into it that's what nothing I say nothing real about them yeah. just nonsense oh, it is good. What, sorry what else was on your list we digressed didn't we how did we digress there did you have something else you wanted to tell I can't me? remember no, Artane Boys oh yeah. the Artane Boys band yes Michael Joyce. Michael Joyce, yeah. When did we talk about Years him? Years ago. I was talking about, I can't remember, I was at a match or something and we were, he came up on about. He was only young fella. Yeah. His mum sent me a, a DM. I literally saw it this morning. I do not check my DMs like the, there's a whole other section of DMs no, I don't and check I haven't gone into either. them and I just saw it and went, shit, I need to read it but I haven't had a chance to read it. Yeah. So, he got on to me as well. What did he say? I just he, oh Jesus! Yeah, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to be able to find it. Oh, but like okay. I, he got on to me. Ba- basically, he was saying I am the fella, the roly poly fella. I call. I think do I call. Do we call him a roly poly? Fella? I call him the roly poly fella. Were you kind about him? No. And then I said, well, then he was the tossy turn, and now he's the tossy turny lad at the front. That's what he is now. Was he the tossy turny lad at the time? I don't know. I don't know. I think he's. I think he was. Did a, we? T- did we talk about the time that I went? Was he a fluter or something I at the time? No, flood, flutterist. A, fl- a flautist or something. Um, did we talk about the time that I we went down to we played a failure, a camogie failure? Did we talk about that and the Artane no. boys band? No, you We essentially thought they were like a fucking boy band. All the, we all wanted to get off on an Artainer. We like they were in their little blue and blue and oh. red suits. All the lads. I didn't because I was a frigid. So I don't know, remember them, but I remember when I was in school, the Garda band coming to the school was a huge deal. Oh wow! The Garda band coming was a huge deal. Like it was a gig. Like you know, you wore your best runners and all for the Garda band. The Garda band didn't run. Runners into school. Oh, you we know uniforms. Did you not? No, not in primary school. No. What? No, not in primary it's school. Very expensive for a parent. You wouldn't be able to do that now because you've changed your clothes every single day. Oh fuck that! And not allowed to wear the same clothes in day in day out. Why? Germs. Shut they, up! Yeah, they have to wear fresh. No, kids fairness, can't do fuck off. No, the guard band to come and you'd like you walk in and you'd have your super can of coke on your king size Mars bar, and you'd be sitting there. Oh waiting. my god, you remember king size? They're fifty p. Yeah, and the and super and the big cans. cans of coke, yeah. yeah, 
And then and the, then the Garda band had come. Face for and days. the Garda band, the Tossy Tony lad of the Garda band was he used to wear white gloves, right? Yeah. So he was the conductor, right? And he the Tossy Tony lad, he'd stand at the front. And he used to say things, and it was brilliant because we were all really young, it was primary school. Mm. So like we'd be eight or whatever. You wouldn't be calling them pigs. But he knew we knew everything about late night TV. So he'd be like, Who here likes a bit of Dallas? And we were all like, Yay! <laughs> you know what I mean? And then he did the, he'd go, let's go. And we'd be, we'd all be doing our JRs. I think that's what we all And then he played Cagney and Lacey, all the cop shows. And Minder, they used to play Minder. I'd be so good. Yeah, I could be so good for you. Is that your song It was, what a gig. And you got home and you'd slip off your Velcro sealed runners, put your feet up. Do you not have those black runners? You know the ones with slip-ons? No, I didn't know. Sizz- oh no, your I know the ones you're talking pumps. about. No, Sizzlers. You go we to Boyers, and they used to have this thing in Boyers yeah, where. Boyers. You- What's Boyers? Boyers, the shop just off uh, North Earl Street there we in went town. To Clark's. Oh, you know Arnott's. No, Arnott's was this expensive one. Boyers was the cheap one down the road. We didn't go there. You went to Boyers, <laughs> and there was the Sizz- the Sizzlers runners. There was a big basket, a huge fucking basket, right, of Sizzlers runners. And if you oh, found you the left and the right, them. if you found the left and the right in the basket that were the same size. You then you could buy free. them. But you, they were all just fucked in. Sort of randomly. Not for free. You had to buy them, but they were really cheap. But they right, were dead. Okay. And then, you like, they, they, they get old and your elf will have glued them shut. Which was a bit of a fucking, it was a bit mad because they used to get real hot and burn your feet down. Yeah, because they, they, they all used to heat up because we had, the, remember the black pumps in school? We had yeah. the slip-on pumps. I they remember them. Pumps. With a little bit of sort of um, elastic yeah, on the front of Yeah, the front of them, of them yeah. yeah. And because they didn't mark the gym floor. Oh yeah, yeah, plimsolls. We call them pumps. It was like your pee pumps because you'd wear like it'd be like to wear your tracksuit in. They'd wear your pee pumps. And we all had these black. I Whereas I see the kids going in now wearing fucking Air Max. But I never understood the fucking bullshit of that anyway. Because you know, so you go to school, right? Yeah. You go to school mm. and you're not allowed to stand on the floor because you're marking with your runners. Yeah. And if you were caught doing it, you sent home or suspension or detention or yeah. someone give you a slap in the back of the head, or whatever, right? And then Saturday night, the Grove was the local sort of disco that would open and everybody was allowed to wear whatever the fuck they wanted for the whole night. Oh, yeah. I never well, understood I it. maybe he did the like, big clean up. Yeah, yeah. I never thought about it. But funny, speaking of schools, our local secondary school had a bomb scare the other day. Oh, brilliant. So, the like, <laughs> guards the lot, right? Shut up. So, our, my girls' WhatsApp group was like, we all put it up, because it made the news and everything. And we were like, oh my God, there's a bomb scare, right? And we all went to the same conclusion. Now, I get it. If By the way, if you're listening and you take this of going the North and the Troubles, that's fine. But as if I had been a teenager, there was two trains of thoughts there. I was like, we would have loved the drama of a bomb scare. Yeah. Fucking loved the bomb Because you know scare. there's no bomb for that first start. And then you... I went, whoever's done that is in. Like, I literally sent back on, they are in deep shit. Like, whoever's rang that in, are in like if we had a ran a ran, rang a bomb scare in back in the nineties where I went to that well, school. Well, you'd be in serious shit. But there would be no way of tracing it, really. Not really. You could no. go to a phone box and yeah, ring yeah, it in, phone, right? Yeah. There's not be no security cameras around to go. It was Suzanne Kane from Class Ern. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> didn't yeah, do yeah. didn't do her homework for Mister Moriarty. Do you yeah. know what I mean? So like, whereas now. That person, like, literally that happened. And by that afternoon, you can be sure shit sticks to a planket. There was like a... Do you think? Knock on the door saying, can we talk about your son Has or someone daughter? been caught for it? I, don't, I haven't followed up on the story. But that's definitely But like... I just think the drama... And there's only six years in there. Because everybody's off. 
because only in secondary schools, only the six years are in in the secondary schools at the moment. That's but that's the sort of overreaction you, you used to think that was normal when you were a kid. A bomb scare. Well, anything because you thought school was so, like you thought you could be in so much fucking trouble all of a sudden. Yeah. That you would do any sort of amount of drastic bullshit to get out of something that now you realize is so small. Like remember kids trying to get their mates to break their arms so they wouldn't have to sit a test and all. Okay, remember that seemed like that. a bit extreme. Oh, no, I, I just remember wanted, that. I wanted to break remember my arm like that all the time. I wanted to break my arm because I thought that the cast was quite glamorous and all the attention you got and everyone got to write on your cast. I like I longed, and then someone just, always carried always your bag because you threw a fucking flute on it or something. Well, that you wouldn't know, have like, happened. That's the, you know, you know, you trouble. It was always writing. you that got in trouble. And, like someone would do something to you and you would get in trouble. That's well, why I remember. We just had nice bubble writing and like you know, Eve, Denise, Eva. Stars, oh. best friends, that kind of they would have been a girl's version of it, but it was like someone had to carry your bag and all that. Like you were, you're a little celebrity, do you know? If you broke an arm or a leg, I'm just thinking, wow, that's yeah, I, don't know. That, I like. just remember that, that those overreactions were completely par for the course, normal. Like people could try and oh, everything. I remember know, me and my pal used to people say, coming in and, and claiming mad debts in their family and all of these things, and they were like all your just man from the, from the Irish football team. Didn't, nobody died oh yeah well yeah that's a, he did a few times yeah. Yeah. Um, but no but I, I think I did that in college as well actually I think I just didn't turn up when I told them my granny died and they I think they rang the house and said to my dad I'm really sorry and he was like well she died two years ago so <laughs> see that's the fucking you see you and then that's an awful thing to do because you always take advantage of, I know one particular fella oh this is much I worse. learned my lesson that time I have to say my dad nearly fucking ripped me a new one I was in big trouble oh my god like it's, it's they're taking advantage of people's goodwill yeah. like I know one fella right yeah. he was how do I say or he was a chef right right and he claimed to get out of work he said his brother was killed in a car crash that's what I mean, he said. That's a bit dramatic. That's what he said to get out of work. He had proper drinker's dread, right? He went on a piss oh and he got God. fucked up and he said his brother died in a car crash, right? And he thought that that would be the end of it. Of course That he not. would be able to take a few days off, right? Of course that wasn't the fucking end of it. The people he worked with were very concerned about him. Of course they were. And they called up to his house with bunches of flowers and cards and asked him if he was all right. And they were sending family messages saying, I hope everything's okay. You know, all this. We were like, man, what you've done is a fucking, this is a fucking awful thing. Like, they were really taking advantage of the goodwill. And he was like, it's not that bad, he goes. I, I never had a brother, he said. I was like, no, that's completely missing the point. It is completely missing the point. The fact that you that the man never existed is not the that's fucking the, moral the, pr- the, problem the with this. The takeaway from this is not that. Yeah, the, problem, the moral problem with this is not somebody didn't or did or didn't die. The moral problem is you said your brother died to these people and they're all trying to help you. Like, they're fucking practically doing collections and work. To make sure you're all right, to do whatever they can, so you, so you get through this difficult time, and you think it's all right because no, nah, I never had a brother in the first place. That's not all right, like Fucking that's not hell. all right. Oh my god! But it wasn't not all right to the point that we ratted him out. But he got caught anyway. Of course, of course he got. He always get caught because shit like that end. goes around. You know, well, says, death. Yeah, people say sorry for people your say, loss. Oh, yeah, his brother died. His brother died. His brother died. His brother died. And eventually, someone goes, he doesn't have a brother, and then the, and then you're caught by the bollocks. That's what happens. Yeah. You know. Like, well, fairness, my granny did die. She just died a good couple of years previously. I didn't specify when See, this exactly. is more of your bullshit logic. This does not make this okay in any way at all. There's no, there's no part of lying about somebody dying. Anyway, all, that that, all, all, right. my, all my take from it was, I get that like bomb scares are not ideal, but I just, me and my group were like, can you imagine we had been at school, the fucking, dra- and it was, like the drama of a bomb scare would just be like, you'd be, just love it. You'd be, imagine like the, 
talk around and the WhatsApp groups. Oh, and everything's yeah. lit up. And then there's lies in the spoofers and all. Everything gone. I heard the bomb squad came in through the windows and smashed all the windows in and it was like there was a helicopter overhead. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, this all came in and I heard that it was ISIS and, you know, like it was all just that shit, yes. All the kids' yeah, exaggerations yeah, getting yeah, put on. Yeah, and I heard Trump is landing in Jude's car yeah, park. It's unbelievable. He was yeah, here. I seen yeah. him. I seen him. I seen yeah, him I there. See, oh my God, I love some people used to do that tell the biggest fibs ever. They're like, then, I seen him I in Orwell shops. I seen him. And it's like, if he was in Orwell shops, people would have known. And I said, well, nobody else wants to be in there. Really? The busiest shops in all of the area because we've nowhere else to show. He was in fucking Londres. I'm telling you, I saw him in Londres. Yeah. I remember one of the lads when we were in school thought that Nelson Mandela was a rapper, right? Uh, you know the whole free Nelson Mandela thing, right? And he was convinced that That's he was palpable. like an, a, a musician that had been locked up for something for a crime he didn't commit. And we were like, Nelson Mandela is not a rapper. A rapper. He's not a music. I mean, he could be and now. He, his he way of to, proving us wrong was, was to say, he fucking is a Javi's album at home. Like that was the, he fucking yeah, is. But if you tell, I have his album. You always yeah, have to back it up. Like, like you yeah, always I know, that's have a, to like say. So I remember actually we did it. I did a thing with Tony Horror, and he was saying that he uh, he finally got to hang around with his older, like Tony Cantwell, got to hang around with his brothers, older brothers, mates, and all. And he went out and they said something about nicknames and he got the guy's name wrong. Yeah, but to backtrack that he'd fucked up, he went, "Yeah, sure, I've given his all nicknames." And they were like, what are your nicknames? So he just, on the spot, like, go to down the line and be like, you're a Bosco. Because <laughs> <laughs> you just, like, as, as a teenager, there's nothing you can do to backtrack there and just go, actually. Because you're just trying to no. gain status. It's all I know, it's all gaining. about not, not looking stupid, trying to fit in, trying to be, well, yeah. It's just, it's just a smaller game of Instagram. You know, Pretty it's a, much, it's a face-to-face game of Instagram. Pretty much, yeah. Filter, like, do you know what I mean? It's, it's, but I, I honestly, I just, I would. It's like I, I love to find out who rang it in and what the repercussions were, and were they in big shit? Like, because and it was so funny that, like, even that, me and my mates all went, "Oh, they're in big shit." Like, it was like we were in school, like they're dead, they're in big shit now. It's Northern gas out the way. Bomb scare. Remember, bomb scares were like in the nineties and all, Come just before dead. the ceasefire. Like they were fairly regular. Fuck yeah. But bombs very rarely went off in the south. Very rarely. Like there was the uh, Dublin Monaghan bombing. The Dublin Monaghan bombing. So what were they, uh, 1970? I don't know. I think it was, was it, I don't know. I think it was before. I don't know. To so my honest. dad, I said that but, before my dad was in town and like missed those, like just by. Just missed it? Yeah, like not like half. And he was in his, wherever, I think he worked in Smith and Pearson or somewhere and he was driving through town and going back home and like missed, missed them by minutes. Just like, well, up, just, like. just happened to miss them like. But like, but, but then into the 90s then it was like, People hear bomb scare and they just used to think, oh, daddy, day off. You but know. you know, it's funny, I watched the Jack Charlton. Like you watched the, the Jack Charlton thing? Not yet, no, it was too late. Oh, I'm going to watch on it today. Tonight. Yeah. Just watch the series because in between on Virgin Media, they were stopping and there were stories and everything, whereas the, just the Jack Charlton story is quite enthralling. But like, it's funny, they showed, fucking hell, they showed the Irish, Republic of Irish football team going up to play that last qualifier game in Northern Ireland. Yeah. Fucking hell. Like, we are so lucky. We are just... That was an unbelievable time. Like, when you think of what the peace process represented and what it did and, like, if you were growing up in that match I will never forget that match Fucking I'll never forget the like, drama around that match with the North playing the I, Republic to me it was because I was too young winner went to the World Cup that was yeah. the big thing that, yeah, was, that the big, was the big qualifier to get to the World Cup and the f- the hate in the yeah. media that's what it's so and, funny and every, all over like the absolute hate and I remember Joe Duffy doing a show and he was interviewing people uh 
who were locals from Windsor Park. Okay. You know, is that and where the that's where the game was yeah. played? You know, and he was saying that, and there was people on there saying, if anyone comes up here with a tricolor, there is going to be serious trouble. Like but lives no, will be lost no, and all that. There was no was supporters nuts. in the ground because it, it watches, but it's like you hear. So there's obviously they use the audio the of Jack like Tart. Yesterday, I remember the game talking over, and he was saying. It was so nasty. It was so hateful. It was so nasty. So vicious, like Andy Townsend. Apparently, like you know, who's grew up in England, basically. And he walked in. He said he'd never seen anything like it. He he just couldn't believe the hate that was coming onto the field. Yeah. And he looked at Roy Keane and said, "What's all this about?" Like, and Roy Keane just goes, "Where do we start? I can't." Too far. We're about to do yeah, I, I, I don't know play. where to start But even that Like as Jack Charlton said He didn't jump up and down At the side of the pitch He didn't No because it would have Caused so yeah, much just, fucking trouble He just acknowledged And it was and all that, The and shots fired Like from you know, the manager The northern team Billy what was his name I can't remember his second name At the time It was fucking so hateful And Noel Quinn tells the story Of you know Driving up there and people making rifle fucking yeah, movements with sticks was, into the he window. Said the children were no no young no older than twelve. Yeah, he said. So all they were all leaned across and then they all went up on one knee. And he said when they when they sorry they knelt down on one knee and when they knelt down he said there was another line behind them all pretending. Yeah, as if they're going to shoot rifles, them. Just like hate, like, crazy Jesus, fucking hate. Yeah. And by the way, you know your man. That's a like you know your man Alan McLaughlin that scored the goal that day. Yeah. By the way, just it's a good show for him. He I hope he's all right. He's having a rough time at the moment. Really? He's fighting cancer. Oh, God help And he, like, is a really forgotten about Irish hero because he scored the goal that day. The, the qualifier. That put us into the fucking first ever World Cup that brought us Italy 90. Didn't it? Didn't Jack it Simon, all of that. Ja- he, I think Jack says it in it. Go on and do what you do best. And yeah. he came on and scored the goal. And he went on, he scored the goal. But and he, he scored that goal. He's and lost that, to Andy Townsend and Tony Cascarino and Paul McGrath. He's lost Ray to all Houghton these big figures. And, yeah. and he is the reason Italy 90 happened. Like that whole wonderful voyage, that whole ole ole ole, that, uh, the Packy Bonner, the Dave O'Leary. That we all think amazing. of Packy Bonner save. We all think of Dave the, O'Leary's penalty. Yeah, we all think of these amazing moments. Good but we forget about Alan's Dave goal. O'Leary. We forget about Alan McLaughlin's goal. And he's suffering now. So I really oh, hope he's all right. Best wishes. So I hope, yeah, best yeah, wishes to him. Because he's a fucking proper Irish oh, hero. Do you know lad. what? That was my fr- I remember I sent Joey because we both talked about that last night. I remember Italian 90 and Robert McCabe, uh, one of our family friends, my, one of my dad's best friends, son, and he passed away in Patrick's Day two years ago and just in a, a, had a terrible accident but he I remember Robbie McCabe didn't stop in school like we were in primes he didn't fucking stop I'm going to the World Cup I'm going to the World Cup I'm going to the World Cup <laughs> and I'm pretty sure that because we got through or something happened they ended up fucking staying on like he was 10 they ended up staying on and like do you remember because ch- uh, Eamon Dunphy was on it and the, the child I remember them coming in those the Charlton t-shirts hanging Eamon Dunphy from a tree because their kids went to our his kids went to our school so they like they were hanging their dad basically off a tree because he was just the biggest hay figure. Like, but I remember them being in the, in the club and watching one of the, the Romania game or whatever it was or something. And like Jack Tierney again passed away in the club, but he was an ice cream man. He, but you know, uh, like ice cream pops. Like, yeah. And he went down to his, his freezer van, came up with two boxes of ice cream and literally was like to all the kids, fucking ice creams on everybody and we're all sitting there and everyone's just like and then going down to the walk and stand around about it there was fucking current like, but sure it was amazing Jesus there's, it was there's a whole she, book written about what happened in the 10 minutes after that penalty was scored really? there's a whole book written oh about it oh my god I'd love to read that and it's an amazing read it's an amazing just read just the joy what like, happened in Ireland like yeah. one woman was going to the rotunda in the back of her car up O'Connell Street and fucking Dave O'Leary scored the penalty it was empty like it was like pandemic empty there was nothing yeah they sold. showed uh, all Wasn't the stuff going sold. at 3.45 yeah. The shops are closed, like. And then, of course, she was halfway up the street when Dave O'Leary scored the penalty. Fuck. So the street was all of a sudden swarmed People. and she couldn't 
Move. Move. Oh my God. And she was crying in the back seat of the car trying to get to the rotunda. And a lad stuck his head into the back seat and says, Don't worry, Mrs. I had a few tears myself earlier on as well. <laughs> like, this is, <laughs> like, it was just wild. There was one woman went to the four courts and she was arrested that night after. And she was in, um, what's the name of the fucking. Bridewell. The Bridewell. Yeah. So she was up in front of the judge in front of the Bridewell the next day. Yeah. And the judge said, Public order, you know, what happened? And she goes, I'll be honest with you, judge. Dave O'Leary scored that goal and I don't know what happened. I woke up here this morning. I have no idea what happened. The guards are telling me I did this and all. I don't know what to say. All I know is Dave O'Leary scored that goal and I lost my life. And now I have no money for a taxi home. Not only was the court case thrown out, the judge gave her her taxi fare to get back to the fucking what the house. Fuck? I need to read it. Gave her the taxi fare. Oh, you'll go- if you Google it, you'll find it. I don't know. Oh, it's man. really easy to find, but it's an amazing series of events that changed Irish history. Like, uh, I mean, well, my people dad were never that to- together. My dad went to USA 94. Fuck my yeah. brother won a Budweiser competition. I told you this before in the podcast. My brother won and the house phone rang at whatever half 11 at night. So obviously somebody had died. So my dad ran down the stairs to get the house phone and he said, I could hear him going, I can't, I can't believe you. I can't believe I, I don't believe you. I don't. Anyway, he uh, gets off thing. He goes, he goes, Jesus, he says, Glenn's after winning a trip to America to, to the to the World Cup of Budweiser. So anyway, they were set to go. Um, Jeffrey, my brother, was doing his, his so he was going to bring Jeff. Jeffrey's doing his leaving cert so he wasn't allowed to go so my dad and my brother Glenn went and they it was a proper leg like my dad said they kept giving them like Bud Light this new beer they got jackets <laughs> they, they were in yeah. Giant Stadium in New York oh, my dad never unreal. been to the state like fu- like they, when you think about the joy anyway I hope that man is I hope Alan I hope is on is the, too, right, yeah, yeah. the right road because he only announced it like last week that he wasn't oh, well, well, and it was so, best um, wishes one of the him. best things ever that whole he is he's like the forgotten Irish he is the forgotten he? hero of yeah, the whole thing he really yeah. is the forgotten hero alright well listen we have to go now because Peter's to go and get a root canal and, and I have for the third time this thing is so deep now I can feel it in my fucking knee <laughs> how deep can these fucking so, holes go I I'm swear to God I'm so upset oh yeah with the pee oh yeah, so I have to go and get my face done. Right, okay, well, enjoy that. Um, don't forget, you can subscribe to headstuff.com um, to register for the podcast if you want bonus bits. The bonus Headstuffpodcast.com. Bits, headstuffpodcast.com. Um, if the bonus bits last week, if you missed it, we were talking about, uh, what were we talking about last week? Oh, Jesus and the Cave. Yeah. And this week's has been brilliant. <laughs> I remember what it was. This, no, this week there's, uh, this week there's the Easter thing. <laughs> <laughs> this week on the bonus there's the Easter thing okay the Easter. no last week bonus because this week's the next bonus no oh, it doesn't La- matter look there's loads of bonus stuff instead <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's a lot of bonus stuff instead right I'm gonna go get my face done bye <laughs> this show is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network a hub for the creative and the curious shows are produced in association with Headstuff and the Podcast Studios Dublin find out more or become a member at headstuffpodcasts.com.